In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lent is a sobering season. Reading Genesis, Proverbs, and Isaiah, we are faced with the two paths, the path that God created for us, and then the path of our own will, of our own making. And having spent the past few days uh, in and out of hospitals, we have on one hand Reed, who was, to be quite frank, on death's door, uh, to recover and to be discharged even from the hospital, the last that I heard today, to Sylvia, whose life ebbed away. And it is especially sobering as doing the canon for the departure of the soul from the body, which is read at the bedside of one who is in the final stages before they pass, where the voice that you're taking, you're basically praying the canon on their behalf. And the entire canon is a long, I'll say intense, plead to the mother of God for her prayers at the hour of death and for the fear and all of the things that well up inside, your life flashing before your eyes and all that is now finally has come to an amen. And there is in that soberingness as one who is not in the bed of affliction or sick but when praying the prayers or just being there attending, there is uh, a great sobriety and a jarring to, of course, as we throughout Lent, right, wake up, pay attention, attend to your soul for Christ, especially in the middle of that canyon. Awake, awake, sleeper, that we get from Great Compton is in the middle of the canon and just took me right back to the first week of Lent, which in many ways, you look at the structure of Lent, the way Great Compton is structured, especially that first week, basically every night is uh, a night of dying. You read through the canon of St. Andrew and it is a great and the Slavonic, the Podvid, the spiritual struggle. And the psalm, one of the psalms that follows right after is Psalm 90, which is the psalm that we have, that we read at the beginning of Hanahita for the memorial service. And it is in that depth, that darkness of great Compline, that we also, at the end of all of that, hear the great triumphant God is with us that God became man, that he was and is the great counselor, the everlasting father, the wisdom of God, the one upon whom the everlasting kingdom is set upon his shoulders. Of course, coming from the great prophet Isaiah. And it is in this sobriety that Lent brings to us to look truly at ourselves and that we will have an end. And there's a great 
strand that there's uh, a rope that is made of many cords, one of the cords of orthodox spirituality is the remembrance of death, that we are going to come to an end. And that in that passing that we have a great responsibility, a great opportunity, duty to pray for those who have reposed, but especially right, we're praying for those that we also desire the prayers of the saints, the mother of God, and all of those here left on this side of things. I wanted to share with you in, in closing uh, the prayer that I I don't know how many times I said it because I would make visits in the past week to Methodist, Fort Sanders, and UT, this particular prayer when sickness increases. O Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, for our sakes you were born. For our sakes you were hungry and thirsted. For our sakes you suffered and gave your life over to death. As you have caused your servant to share in your sufferings, so, so too cause him or her to share in your grace. May your precious blood wash away the stains of his sins. May your righteousness wash away his unrighteousness. Instead, look upon his faith in you, rather than upon his works when he shall stand before you the judge. As his sickness increases, so also let your plenteous grace increase on him. Do not let his faith waver, nor his hope fail, nor his love grow cold. Do not let the fear of death cause him to cast away his trust in you, or to place it anywhere except on you. But looking steadfastly to you to the end, let him say into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. And so enter into your everlasting kingdom of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. This is one of the last great tests of faith to be there dying and to not have faith waver, to not have hope extinguished, to have love grow, and to give yourself over just as our Lord did in complete trust and hope and love of God the Father, whom we know and have as a great promise to us, raise up his Son, and so likewise in our conformity to his death, he will also raise us up in glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.